Psalm 114 is a short retelling of God's miracles during the exodus and the conquest of the promised land. The fleeing sea is when he parted the Red Sea. Jordan turning back is when Israel crossed into the promised land under Joshua's leadership. The mountain skipping could be a reference to Jericho falling, or just a poetic description of God tearing down the kings of Canaan. And turning the rock into a pool of water is him providing for Israel in the wilderness. So, this is one of many psalms that recounts the Exodus, and it feels like we come across at least one of these every week in our readings. So, why are we constantly reminded about it? Well, as great a sign as the Exodus was, Israel was always at risk of forgetting it. In Deuteronomy 4.23, God warns them, saying, Take care, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make a carved image, the form of anything that the Lord your God has forbidden you. When Israel forgets God, they turn to every wicked alternative that they can find. If we forget the defining actions of God, we're bound to forget a lot more about him. This is why we as Christians should be observing the Lord's Supper every week. The sacrificial death of Jesus is such a foundational event for our faith that it should always be brought to mind even if it's time after time, week after week. After the earth witnessed God's rescue of Israel, it was to tremble at the presence of the Lord. But now, after having witnessed his self-giving love on the cross, we can rejoice in his mercy. And so, in light of God's works, Psalm 115, our next reading today, makes the proper assumption in its opening verses. It says, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nation say, Where is their God? God has shown himself to be incomparable to anyone and anything in creation. He's the one who made it all. Verses 9 through 18 are repeated calls to trust in God. He saved Israel from Egypt. He can save you from anything else. He sacrificed his son on the cross for you. Do you think he'll hold anything back in saving you? The alternative to giving God the glory is to give it to idols. In verses 3 through 7, our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but not to hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they don't make a sound in their throat. You can trust in a God of action, who demonstrates his power of things that are seen, or you can trust the dumb, blind, deaf, and powerless works of man. The psalmist asks in verse 2, why should the nation say, where is their God? Well, it's because we're warned in verse 8 that those who make them become like them. So do all who trust them. Those who make idols are going to be just as numb to God's power as the idols they make. To trust in the things that we've created over God is to willfully dole our senses to his great works. You become what you worship, and you can trust in idols and die with them, or follow the living and powerful God into eternal life.